Maine's Political Pulse is made possible by listeners and by Lee Auto Malls, featuring all electric vehicles from Nissan and Toyota in stock now. Learn more at leeauto.com electric. You're listening to Maine's Political Pulse. I'm Robbie Feinberg, joined by Maine Public's chief political correspondent, Steve Missler. And today we're continuing our series of programs taking you in-depth on all eight referendum questions on election ballots for this fall's election. Today we're looking at question four, what has become known as the right to repair question. In a nutshell, this is asking if Maine should require vehicle manufacturers to share their vehicle's diagnostic systems and mechanical data with owners and independent auto shops. So Steve, talk us through this question. Where did it come from and why do advocates say that it's needed? So this proposal, Robbie, is part of a larger right to repair movement that touches on everything from electronics to household goods. While question four is specific to automobiles, it's born from the same belief that customers should have the freedom to repair the products they buy or at least choose who does those repair for them. Now, in theory, customers already have a right to repair under federal and state laws. But what's happened over time is that manufacturers have developed unique technologies within these products that tend to limit those the choices for consumers. In the case of electronics, it might mean that it's impossible to take apart and fix, say, a pair of earbuds without physically destroying them. In automobiles, it typically means that third-party mechanics and repair shops can't access a vehicle's diagnostic systems or obtain highly uh, specified parts to fix a problem. And that's what Question 4 seeks to resolve. It was brought by a coalition of repair shops to mandate that these parts and diagnostics be made available to consumers and independent repair shops. So these auto shops, they're claiming that dealers aren't sharing data, which is pushing customers into their own service departments. Is that true? Just how big of an issue is this at the moment? Well, it's tough to quantify the extent of the problem, especially when auto manufacturers are arguing that there's no problem at all. They claim that independent shops already have most of what they need to conduct routine repairs. But we also know that aftermarket repairs on automobiles are increasingly a big part of car manufacturers' business model, especially for its franchised dealers. According to the National Automobile Dealers Association, more than 50% of dealer profits come from service departments, and the independent shops argue that this is why manufacturers are reluctant to share diagnostics. It's because they want to push car buyers into their own repair networks and keep them there. I'd imagine auto manufacturers are pushing back on this. What's their argument for, for why consumers and shops shouldn't have access to that data? Well, it's, it's multifaceted. So some manufacturers assert that these independent shops just want to access a car diagnostics because it contains telematic data, which, depending on the vehicle, might include braking and driving behavior. Some cars have facial recognition features or self-driving features. And this type of information is valuable, and manufacturers assert that independent shops could turn around and monetize it in their own way. They also make a safety argument that sharing this data, especially telematics, poses a safety risk because theoretically a hacker could steal it and possibly use it to compromise the vehicle or its owner. Uh, And and the manufacturer's other argument is that some of this tech is proprietary and that they're not required to share that information with independent shops. So Maine would be the second state in the nation to pass this kind of law after Massachusetts. Do you think that there's anything we can learn from the implementation of that law so far? Yeah, well, I think 
what we've learned from Massachusetts, th that experience, is that Mainers can expect some bumps in the road if voters approve this. I mean, the Massachusetts law has run into an assortment of implementation issues, mostly because of a lawsuit by auto manufacturers challenging it, and also because some of the confusing guidance from the federal government. It's worth noting that the first iteration of the Massachusetts right to repair law was heavily fought at the ballot box, tons of campaign spending. But for a while, it seemed like auto manufacturers were going to comply with it. It's kind of like when California adopts really strict emission standards. Even though California is just one state, manufacturers often apply the same emission standards across all U.S. territories because it makes economic sense to do that. That's what seemed to be happening with right to repair. But since the Massachusetts law was adopted, car manufacturing has drifted increasingly into the realm of electronics, so much so that Massachusetts held another referendum in 2020 to update its law to ensure that it covers access to telematics data. But now that law is being held up in the courts with no clear resolution in sight. And has the federal government weighed in on this yet and whether this is okay? Yeah, there's been some really mixed messages from the feds, Robbie. And that's really complicated implementation of the Massachusetts law. It could potentially affect question four if voters pass it. So the Biden administration has expressed what I would describe as rhetorical support for the right to repair concept. In 2021, the president signed an executive order encouraging the Federal Trade Commission to issue rules against what it described as anti-competitive restrictions on using independent repair shops or doing DIY repairs of your own. Now, that order was not specific to automobiles, but it was certainly applicable. Uh, the resulting report by the FTC also seemed to throw cold water on manufacturers' argument that safety is a valid reason to restrict repair access, saying that there's scant evidence to support such claims. But in June, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, which oversees domestic vehicle safety rules, had a contradicting message. It told automakers not to comply with the Massachusetts law, warning that allowing customers and independent repair shops to access a vehicle's data could result in the information becoming available to hackers who might use it to hack into, the, into a vehicle's systems. So the feds have not helped reconcile these competing claims, and it's really resulted in putting the Massachusetts law in limbo. A similar law adopted in Maine might encounter the exact same problem. Yeah, and I feel like we have had to ask this about almost every ballot question this year, but is this going to be challenged in court? Great question. And I hear you about how some of these ballot questions are ripe for a legal challenge. It's really a potential bonanza for attorneys. But yeah, I think while it's unclear if a main right to repair law will be directly challenged, it will certainly be linked to the outcome of litigation in Massachusetts or whatever re resolution comes out of that lawsuit. And that is Maine Public's chief political correspondent, Steve Missler. Thanks for joining us for Maine's Political Pulse. You can also read our Political Pulse newsletter. You can find that online at mainepublic.org pulse. And you can head to our website to read and listen to even more of our analysis of the questions on this fall's ballot. And keep an eye on your podcast feed. We'll have even more episodes coming up on other Maine ballot questions in the weeks ahead. Our music is by Rob Holt. I'm Robbie Feinberg. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again soon on Maine's Political Pulse.